It's time for the Chicago Blackhawks postgame show on the Blackhawks radio network. Here's Kevin Powell. Hey, Blackhawks 5-1 winner over the Flames in Calgary. Welcome into our Blackhawks postgame show. I am Kevin Powell. A nice, complete game for the Blackhawks. Their first victory on this three-game road trip. They fell in Vancouver Tuesday and uh, what a great response to that loss. They came back in one-one uh, through one period in the Hawks. Three goals in the second and an empty netter in the third to put the Flames away. And Troy, it's uh, as you and Joe were talking about, let's start with Jackson Stauber, though. 2-0 two, two now and two NHL career starts. Um, first period took a couple of hits, and, and he just looked real steady all night, though, Troy. He looked really good, Kevin, and very impressive in both of his games. I think you'd probably say that he was a lot more calm coming into this game, knowing that he was going to get the start. He knew he was going to get it in St. Louis, but that was his first game. He's given up two goals in two games, and he's faced a lot of quality opportunities. Calgary had some really good looks in this game, and the Blackhawks goaltender was was really up to the task. Impressive performance all around by the youngster, and good for him. I mean, you know, he's getting an opportunity to be up here in the show, and uh, just to to see how happy he is here to be a part of the team, to be in the NHL, the way that he's practicing, he's got a big smile on his face, and for him to come out here and play that type of game again, good for him. Yeah, very, very cool to see. How many more starts do you think we'll see out of Jackson Stauber this season? Well, you know, I don't know. I I, I don't know what the condition is of uh, of Staylock. Uh, but he's going to have an extended opportunity here to uh, rest up after the, the break, so we'll see what happens. Um, I don't think Rock, Rockford has the break that the Blackhawks do, so um, stay luck, or Stauber, I should say, probably will go back down. Uh, Luke Philp will probably head back down. There's no use sitting them out for the break, get them down uh, and get them playing back in, in Rockford. But, um, man, just just really impressive the way that, uh, you know, the, the kid has performed in his time here. And a couple of huge collisions in the first period, too, where, uh, yeah. you know, a couple, yeah. couple scenes there were like, all right, let's, let's hope he can get through this one. And he stood his ground. Good for him, 23 yeah, years the, old. And the thing is, you know, if you're you're a veteran goaltender and you get banged up a little bit, you're going, They're not happy I, I, usually. I, I, Something gets a little chippy when we see ooh, stuff ooh, like that. Well, but an older goaltender say, you know what, I, I, you know, I don't feel quite right. I'm going to, you know, take myself out or whatever. And I'm not saying that was the case in this game, but you know, for Jackson Stopper, there's no way he's going to come out. Right. He's going to battle through whatever is going on there, and he he took some pretty good hits in that first period. Lost his stick a couple times in this game. Calgary really had a lot of uh, net front presence in this game, and and he battled through it hard. And uh, that's a great you know a great thing to see from a youngster that he he has that willingness to be competitive in the crease area with uh, the players around him. Yeah, and this was a Calgary team as well, Troy, who entered the night currently holding the final wild card spot. As we as we speak here, now they don't. This is a playoff caliber type team, and the Blackhawks won five one. I mean, there was contributions from just about everybody tonight for the Hawks. This is not going to sit well with Daryl Sutter, their head coach. He, he talked about it that his guys better be ready for this game and not looking forward to the break, not looking forward to the game that they have to play against Seattle. Um, tomorrow night and that's a tough one you got to go through the customs it's going to be a late night getting into seattle you do pick up an hour but you know never easy to go back to back vancouver who played so well against the blackhawks a couple nights ago went in and rick tockett kind of really gave it to his team after they got shellacked by the kraken who were surprisingly consistent and really good this year um but this is really disappointing this is a tough loss for the calgary flames if you look at the end of the season i don't know where chicago is going to end up 
But when they played the Blackhawks, basically they were at the bottom of, of the NHL in the standings, and you get one out of, of possible four points up to this point. That is not going to get you into the postseason. These are games that if you're the Calgary Flames and you want to get into the playoffs, they have to find a way to win these ones. Yeah, the Hawks are now 2-0 against the Calgary Flames after tonight's 5-1 victory in Calgary. It's a three-game road trip for the Hawks. They'll head up to Edmonton Saturday night. And, you know, that's a good, you know, the season of what this is and rebuild and all of that, seeing production from younger players too, Troy, and, and and you and Joe touched on it a little bit too, adjustments from the coaching staff. And, and I think Luke Richardson really has a great grasp of the locker room. Um, do, do you feel the same way? I mean, you know, Vancouver to this, this has looked like a completely different team in a matter of two days. There's a, a real good level of trust between the players and the coaching staff and uh, joe and i were kind of talking about it but when you look at how the game panned out in vancouver easily easily could have been a tough practice for the blackhawks yesterday coming in here uh, to calgary you didn't get in all that late uh, you, did, you lost an hour coming from vancouver but you know nothing that the professional teams don't deal with on a regular basis could have easily said hey guys we're going to go out here and we're going to work hard and we're going to work on some things he gave everybody the day off yesterday now you come back today you're resetting you're refocusing you're, you're trusting that the players inside the locker room understand that you're getting a day off yesterday you need a response in this game they had a good morning skate here everybody was energized everybody was into it and the coaching staff as you said a real good handle on, on this group of guys. It's been a frustrating season. When you win two games in 23, there's a lot of things that could go in the wrong direction. And Luke Richardson and the coaching staff have done an amazing job of keeping everything positive, keeping the players in a position where they're happy. They're not happy that they're losing, but at least they come to the rink with, with some energy and some positivity. They, they've really handled this well. I've been so impressed with the way that Luke Richardson has coached this year. Couldn't help but kind of laugh uh, for, for Colin Blackwell. The poor guy tonight had so many <laughs> yeah. golden opportunities uh, right at the net. I think one was off the post, then a, a couple of incredible saves from Jacob Markstrom of the Flames. But he had a nice game every time, you know, his name kept popping up. He was involved in the action and just the body language from Colin Blackwell. He wanted one tonight, Troy, and he just couldn't get it into the back of the net. Yeah, you know, he's a guy that you don't question his work ethic, and that's in practice, that's in the gym, and, and that's in, in the games when he's out there on the ice. You know what you're going to get from him, and it's been a frustrating season for him. He's had opportunities, and, and he's just struggled to put the puck in the back of the net. The last chance that he had he went in all alone and tried to go, you know, top glove. Markstrom made the save. We went to commercial break. So, you know, you can't put everybody on the bench. So Colin Blackwell was still out on the ice, and he was just kind of like skating around, and he just was shaking his head. And it's like, I can't believe it. He had some really good opportunities. And for a guy like that, when you get opportunities and you don't score, it's frustrating. But at the same time, he's getting those opportunities. And tonight, everybody was involved. Top line, bottom line, however you want to say And I wouldn't even call one, two, or three, or four. Everybody was scrambled around, new line combinations. I thought everybody was good. It was. It was uh, the Blackhawks' seventh win in ten games for the past couple of weeks. been uh, much more enjoyable 
for Blackhawks fans, for the players, obviously. And it's great to talk to you, Troy, following a victory. You were asking Joe if he had a pair of skates. He says he does, but he's only skated a couple of times. I want to see out on the ice with Joe Brand, maybe giving him a few tips or something. Do you skate often still, Troy? Do you get on the ice a lot? You know what, Kevin, I, I wish I would. It's my happy place, but uh, unfortunately I, I, I can't get out there right now. Maybe at a, at a time later on when I get some strength and some endurance, I'll, I'll be able to get back out there and give Joe some lessons because uh, I'd love to I'd love to teach him. He's got to figure out how to play this game. He's got to figure out there's there's not bands out there and there's no Weezers out there. There's, there's Mackenzie Weger out there. I mean, Mackenzie Weger was tune with with the game was mistaken for <laughs> a, a a rock band. Uh, a couple times from uh, Joe Brand, who's doing a great job filling in for John Weideman on this road trip. Uh, we miss hearing John, obviously, but uh, the plan is for John to be back in the booth alongside Troy uh, following the All-Star break. You're you're driving up to Edmonton, correct? Yeah, I am. I, I'm not going to be on the charter. My, uh, my uh, best friend Dave is uh, always coming down here to Calgary, and we have an opportunity to, to take the, the three hours, three and a half hours to drive up to Edmonton to just kind of hang out and uh, you know enjoy the ride and talk and have conversation and uh, that's the plan tonight that's the way we do it do you have a favorite road trip snack i always like to have beef jerky nearby if i am making a long trip do you have some go-to you're you're fit though and like in good shape i like to load up at like the convenience store <laughs> well, before i get uh, on the road I, for a long trip. i'm going to throw you for a loop on this one because before we go we're, we're going to go grab a couple coffees at tim horton's up here and okay. i'm sure that there's going to be some tim bits or some donuts involved in the <laughs> equation nothing healthy on this trip that's for sure <laughs> good well enjoy try i know you're seeing a a lot of friends and then some uh, some other people up there in uh, your old neck of the woods. So, uh, great call tonight. A fun one, Troy. Just about everybody getting in, in on the action tonight. That was a, a fun game to watch our Blackhawks play. All right. I appreciate it, Kevin. Great job, bud. Uh, all right, Troy. That's the great Troy Murray on the call, as always, here on WGN alongside Joe Brand. Joe and uh, Troy will have the call uh, Saturday night when the Hawk up, uh, Blackhawks wrap up their three-game trip at Edmonton. Another team, of course, with a ton of firepower. And uh, team obviously in the playoff hunt as well. The Blackhawks beating the Calgary Flames five to one. The Hawks scored one in the first. Uh, Flames matched that to even it up, and then the Hawks uh, full command in the second period, three goals, and then an empty netter in the third period. We'll get to some highlights. We'll try to hear from head coach Luke Richardson as well after a really well played game by the Blackhawks. Uh, beating the Calgary Flames 5-1. More post-game coverage coming up next. You're listening to Blackhawks Hockey on 720 WGN. Welcome back into Chicago Blackhawks post-game coverage on 720 WGN. I'm Kevin Powell with you until 1130, recapping a Blackhawks winner tonight. Hawks over the Flames 5-1 in Calgary. A nice victory for the Hawks. Just about everybody getting in on the action. Jackson Stauber making his second career NHL start, and he was fantastic in net tonight. Uh, just a, a really great performance from the Hawks uh, in their second of a three-game road trip. Let's get to some highlights of Taylor Radish getting the Hawks on the board first. Kurashev makes a U-turn around Lewis. Now works into the near circle, leaves it for Domi, working in that circle again. Across ice to Taylor Radish. Fires a shot and scores. Taylor Radish rips it off Markstrom, and the Hawks take the lead with 2.13 left in the first period. But with under a minute to go in the first period, Calgary tying things up. Kadri working into the Hawks' end, trying to get a shot off near circle. Huberdeau weaves on in, works it around Jackson Stauber, and Calgary ties up this game with 27 seconds left in the period. 
The second period, a big one from the Blackhawks. Boris Kuchuk with a goal after an assist from Luke Philp and Ian Mitchell. Luke Philp below the goal line, brings it up to the near circle. To Boris Kuchuk, shoots and scores! Boris Kuchuk <laughs> in his first game in the last nine contests. He nets his first goal since November. And the Hawks take a 2-1 lead here in the second. They add on another a beautiful feed from Patrick Kane to Jason Dickinson. Jason Dickinson's got it in the neutral zone to Patrick Kane over the Flames line. Feeds Dickinson, working on in, shoots and scores. Wow. Another fantastic feed by Patrick Kane. Jason Dickinson gets past Markstrom, and it's 3-1 Hawks. And less than a minute later, the Blackhawks adding another. Kenzie Entwistle settles it down to the neutral zone. Colin Blackwell now over the Flames line. He's got Lafferty who's right, and Lafferty nets it. Blake Coleman went sprawling out to try and break up the pass to Lafferty. But Lafferty just quickly unloaded, and the Hawks have scored once again. They lead 4-1. And then the Blackhawks slamming the door shut. Connor Murphy, an empty netter in the third. 45 seconds left in regulation. Connor Murphy goes for the empty net and scores. Hawks lead 5-1, and that'll all but do it here from Calgary. The Blackhawks beating the Calgary Flames 5-1. A really well-played game by the Blackhawks tonight. As the road trip continues, they'll head up to Edmonton Saturday night. We'll have that game here on WGN beginning at 8.30. Let's get to some post-game reaction from the Blackhawks. I believe we have Colin Blackwell, who had a really productive night. Had so many opportunities uh, to get the puck in the net and the body language. You can only uh, to laugh at uh, by the end of the game because he was so frustrated. But had a, had a really nice game. Uh, didn't score a goal, but uh, was very productive all night. That was just a really strong team effort all around. What do you think is working? 100%. I mean, I think uh, you know, Stavs played great again tonight. Um, you know, and our goalies are confident in the pipes and made some huge saves. I think um, early in that first period, they had a couple chances that you know could have changed the course of the game. And you know, our D did a really good job of uh, you know their gaps were great, so they were causing turnovers. Um, you know, that team they like to make some skill plays, and when you can have good gaps and, and you know play quick and fast like that, transition the other way. We got a couple really good chances, and we were able to you know create some offense and kind of keep them hemmed in for a little bit. You were clearly frustrated after you know you robbed twice in a row, and to be able to get that goal for your line anyway, how much did that just make things feel better? Yeah, no, I definitely uh, that uh, you know, I, I think I beat them kind of both times. I just put it right back into them type of thing. Um, so definitely uh, frustrating. It's going to come, but I mean it's one of those things that you know our line had a ton of chances tonight, and um, you're generating offense like that. Um, you know, good things. Uh, you know, build confidence that way. Uh, laugh uh, for sure. Uh, Twisty made a great play. Uh, that's how I was talking about our D. We're just breaking the puck out really well tonight. Um, and then next thing you know, Twisty bumped it to me. We had a ton of speed um, and last really good at talking, communicating out there, knowing that he was coming. I knew that he was a righty, um, so he was just in the right place at the right time. And you know, all five guys were connected, and and uh, we were rewarded for it. You touched on that, but can you speak to Jackson's third period? I think it was only like 18 saves. Yeah, awesome. Uh, I mean, you know, he was a uh, calm, cool, collective, and uh, he's been that, like that ever since. You know, he, he got called up, and um, you can tell he's just locked in kind of all the time. Uh, his routine, 
uh, from right when he gets on the bus. Uh, he's pretty dialed in, and you know that third period, like you said, 18 saves. I didn't realize it was that much, but there's some pretty high quality ones, and um, you know, um, you know, he made some huge saves, and some of them were you know point blank. Some of them were you know he was doing a really good job at you know covering the puck up when he needed to to kind of yeah you know, he's really good at kind of reading the play, and uh, I thought he did a really good job too at kind of playing the puck to to help our D break the puck out to kind of uh, relieve some of their forecheck. Uh, they got some heavy bodies, and you know uh, that really helped us. And you know he's been great. I saw you looking at the stat sheet. There's, are you a numbers guy? Do you like looking at the stats? Um, the yeah, no, I like looking at stats. Um, just little things uh, for me. It was good uh, to see just uh, you know more of a shooting mentality. And you know sometimes you know the game it feels like I just haven't really stepped in the offensive zone too much kind of chasing it the whole entire game but um, that was one of my things since the new year to kind of get a little bit more of an offensive uh, mindset of you know getting pucks to the night getting to the blue paint um, and my, my teammates reward me uh, a lot to, uh, tonight by just going to the right areas and they were refining me and getting me pucks but um, yeah I was just kind of looking at stats and you know um, just little things hits and whether it's scoring or whatever you can still fill the stat sheet in uh, different ways and you know some buildings are a little bit more generous than others but um, yeah just always taking a look and kind of seeing what the other team had too. That's Colin Blackwell who had a real nice game, one of the uh, three stars tonight. Uh, which is sponsored by CarStar. Trust CarStar, North America's leading premier collision repair provider. With your collision repair needs, visit CarStar.com to find a Chicagoland location near you. Colin Blackwell, Patrick Kane, and Jackson Stauber. You heard Blackwell talking about the netminder for the Blackhawks tonight, who was fantastic. Those are your three stars of the night. Jason Dickinson, one of the uh, goal scorers in the second period. Let's hear what he had to say after the Hawks' victory tonight. How do you feel like tonight for you? Uh, pretty good. Uh, first period, I thought felt like we were rolling pretty good, and then uh, second period, I stopped moving my legs a little bit, and things went a little bit slower. And then uh, obviously the end of the second, found my legs again, and it worked out. Playing with Kane is a lot different than playing with most wingers. How do you have to adjust when you're up there? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you got to understand that he's uh, he's going to be a lot more patient with the puck and poised and make some plays that you probably wouldn't think were there. Um, he sees the ice extremely well and he makes some unbelievable passes. So you got to be ready at all times for that play. You think it's is over because in his mind it's never over. It, it looked like it was between the legs and on replay it wasn't quite. But was that still one of the the prettier goals you scored? I'm first line center. But I'm not about to start going between my legs. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you know what? The puck rolled up on end on me. I, I might have had a different plan at first, but once I felt it get up on end, I just thought, you know what? Let's try to put it uh, under his arm, under his blocker in that general area. How much time, like, when did you know that you were doing that? That tape was going to be out. Like right at warm ups? Yeah, right at warm ups, basically. Yeah. yeah, when we got here, um, we were told that Taser wasn't going to be able to go. Um, and then I think it was maybe like right after meetings, they told everybody the lines and how things were going to work out. It seemed like the whole team, really, the whole team was pretty structured and just kind of following the plan pretty much to a T what was working overall. Yeah, I think that's it. I think we were all uh, cohesive, we were all on the same page and, and working together. That's when we're at our best. Uh, if we can get all four lines, all 60, um, and the goalie thrown into uh, playing composed and playing together, we're, we're going to be a pretty good team. Collectively, what's the mood in this room? It's obviously a learning experience for a lot of you, but you do have a little bit of success here lately. Yeah, I mean, it, it's easy to be positive and, and have a good mood when we're winning and we're, we're doing the right things. Um, even when we lose games, like, uh, you know, we lost to L.A. a couple nights ago, and 
it, it didn't really get us down because it felt like we, we still played a good game. You know, they play stingy defensively, so we don't get a lot of shots, but we felt like we played our structure. We played things the way we wanted to, and we just didn't get uh, enough to the net. Thank you. Thanks, Jason. Jason Dickinson following the Blackhawks 5-1 win over the Flames at the Shadow Dome in Calgary. The Blackhawks on a three-game road trip fell to Vancouver Tuesday night. A real nice bounce-back victory against a Calgary Flames team that's fighting for a playoff spot. They entered the night as the second wild card in the West, and they exit the night outside of the current playoff picture. Long way to go, obviously, but the Calgary Flames very much uh, in the playoff picture. So this is a, a, a high-caliber team the Hawks beat tonight, and just about everybody contributing. Jackson Stauber was fantastic um, in just his second career NHL start. Let's hear a little bit from uh, Luke Philp, because uh, Jonathan Taves, as you heard uh, Jason Dickinson refer to that, uh, the captain was a, a late scratch about 45 minutes before the game. The Blackhawks announcing that uh, Taves would not not play due to a non-COVID illness. So the captain down, uh, no Tyler Johnson, and the Blackhawks still finding a way to put a, a, a quality performance together. Let's hear what uh, Phil had to say after the victory. It just, you know, it worked out for me. It was time for me to look elsewhere and look for different opportunities. So I thought Chicago would be a great fit, sign in and have some opportunity to get in NHL games. So, um, yeah, that's kind of just a decision that I had to make and uh, yeah, me in the summer. When, when they announced you at the primary sister, I heard a little pocket scream real loud. <laughs> Is that your family? Uh, yeah, you'd think so. Um, apparently my mom screamed pretty loud. Uh, <laughs> lots of friends, too, and uh, it was great to have my family come out last last minute here. And then um, got lots of friends in and around the Calgary area, so um, it's pretty cool to, to do it here. Really last minute? Like, when did you find out you were back in? I was just saying, like, around 4.40, right before the bus was leaving, I was going to go for dinner with a couple, or grab a quick bite before the game with a couple friends, and uh, got a call saying I'm playing, so I told them I can't come, and then hopped on the bus, and it all kind of happened pretty fast, but kind of allowed me to, you know, stay. I didn't really have any nerves throughout the game, or throughout the day, it was just kind of, all right, we're going, we're playing, so. So did your family and friends already have tickets in the regardless or do they have to scramble last minute? If they scrambled so um, I mean people were texting asking if I was in tonight uh, I, I knew I wasn't playing this morning and um, so you know I told as many people as I can I didn't think I was playing but it all happened quick so I hope there are some friends that kept tickets or were coming to the game anyway but um, yeah it was, uh, it was a pretty cool moment and pretty big win for the team too it was, it was an awesome game but it's, what's that moment like when you see the puck hit the back of the net and you know like you got your first point yeah it was just kind of like holy right like no way turn around you know I just kind of saw bow in the high slot there and then I wasn't even thinking this could materialize into a goal and it did so uh, I was pretty pumped up it was pretty exciting to do it here and have that memory is that going to make it extra special I think it does yeah I mean lots of friends and family in the building you know I played in this building lots in junior against the Hitman and then uh, growing up an hour away it's pretty special thank you yeah. cool moment for Luke Philp who as he heard uh, grew up not too far from Calgary and uh, was called up ahead of uh, Tuesday night's game and didn't even think he was going to play tonight. And then Jonathan Taves, a late scratch, and 
Uh, Luke Phillip getting an assist tonight in the Blackhawks' 5-1 victory over the Calgary Flames. So he had some some friends and and family in attendance, so a a very cool moment for the 27-year-old who's uh, getting some action here and the uh, NHL level after um, getting the call up earlier this week for Luke Philp. Uh, the Blackhawks beating the Calgary Flames 5-1 tonight. Head coach Luke Richardson following his team's complete victory. What made you think that Dickinson was the guy to um, you know, I wasn't sure. I thought last game, uh, you know, when uh, Domi was out for 17 minutes, they had some really good shifts together. And I thought, you know, let's let's start with that. We could always maybe flip Lafferty in there a little bit with some speed. Uh, but Dickie was skating well tonight and making plays. So, uh, you know, it just it looked like there was a couple uh, plays last game and, and that there was a bit of light there. So I just thought I'd go with it. And, and it, it went well. So I, I didn't need to change it or we, we kind of stayed out of the penalty box for the most part. So we didn't have to juggle too much as we went along. Blackwell, Lafferty, and Whistle, that line was... Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, just um, real responsible defensive guys that, uh, you know, when they turn the puck over, they're, they're, they're going right to the net. They're those hard-nosed, straight-line guys. Uh, not a lot of swooping on, on lines like that. So they go straight through you, play the body defensively, and uh, I was glad to see them uh, get rewarded. Uh, Blackie had about three t- chances tonight, he, he, and I think he was getting frustrated, and he made a really nice play to, to Lafferty, so I was glad he got that. Stauber, solid again, too. Yeah, looks really solid and uh, calm in there. Uh, you know, I think a couple times they, they're a big team and they get to the net and they're trying to get secondary chances there. He just makes a save. And even though if there's some scrambling going on, he doesn't look scrambly. So, um, you know, I mean, it's, he's had two really good showings here and hopefully he just gets more comfortable as he goes. Any concern about Taze or just regular? No, he just uh, said this afternoon he just wasn't feeling good. So I don't know if he's coming down something or, uh, you know, he just felt achy and not great. So non-COVID hopefully related and, uh, um, you know, it was probably, um, you know, maybe a, sometimes, you know, when you lose a big player uh, that you rely on so much, everybody else is a little bit sharper and, and kind of talk about that. So I'm sure they probably mentioned that to each other, just like when Kane was out and, and guys just pick up slack a little bit everywhere. Certainly looked like that tonight. Jonathan Taves, a late scratch ahead of puck drop. About uh, an hour or so, 45 minutes, the Hawks announced that Jonathan Taves would not play, and it, it did look like that. It looked like people, you know, the, the players stepped up, and uh, just about everybody contributing tonight. The Blackhawks uh, improving to 15-28-4 on the year, still at the bottom of the Western Conference, but we know what this season is. It's a rebuild, but it's good to see guys like Jackson Stauber, uh, Luke Phillips, some other younger players getting in on some action as uh, we enter the final um, couple months of the season. The Blackhawks beating the Flames 5-1 in Calgary. More Blackhawks postgame coverage coming up next on 720 WGN. Welcome back to Blackhawks postgame coverage on 720 WGN. I'm Kevin Powell with you until 1130. Recapping a Blackhawks victory over the Flames 5-1 in Calgary as their road trip continues. Just an outstanding effort from Jackson Stauber, who's uh, was playing in just his second NHL game. He became the first Blackhawks goaltender to win his first two starts in more than 50 years. First time that's been done for the Blackhawks since 1971. Stauber with 34 saves on 35 shots tonight. He was fantastic. And uh, it's great to see younger players right now getting opportunities for the Blackhawks and, uh, and stepping up. The opportunities are there, and uh, Stauber is, is over through two games so far has looked really, really good 
uh, in the net. The Blackhawks beating the Calgary Flames 5-1. Let's uh, go around the NHL and get some highlights from other games happening tonight. Tampa Bay Lightning beating the Boston Bruins. Right side outlet, Braden Point. Spins to Kucherov at center. Back for Point. Across the blood. Two-on-one right circle. Point holds. You've got to shoot this. Rebound to Edmund. Score! Victor Hedman from the left circle! From the back of the net, from the, almost the goal line. Allmark was, I think, laying on the ice somehow. The two-on-one didn't yield a shot, but Hedman picked the puck up and blasted it in. It's 3-2 Lightning with 6.41 left. What a call. David Michigan, 102.5, the bone. you got to shoot the puck. Tampa Bay over Boston. Detroit beating Montreal. Red Wings come back over the Montreal line. Rasmussen in front. Fabry scores! Robbie Fabry with the game-winning goal, and the Red Wings beat the Canadians tonight in Montreal. Final score, Red Wings 4 and the Canadians 3. Pittsburgh at Washington tonight. Capitals coming out on top. And now the Capitals to the top of the third round will turn to Nick Backstrom. Nicky trying to lift his team into the lead here at the top of round three. He gets the green light, and he picks it up at center. Backstrom coming in along the right circle, in on to Smith from the wing, and scores! Backstrom beats to Smith, and the Capitals just need a save from Kemper to get this win that they so badly need. John Walton on Capitals Radio Network. Washington beating the Penguins a 3-2 in a shootout. Nashville over New Jersey tonight, 6-4. Corner, Rasmus Dahlin put it back to where the line for a win power. He shifts into where the high slot shoots, and he scores. Owen Power shifted to his left. And beat Connor Hellebuck with a shot that was pretty low. And Buffalo opens up the scoring. It's one nothing Sabres. Nah, that's my mistake. That's Buffalo beating Winnipeg tonight. The Sabres 3 to the Jets 2. Let's hear that highlight. Nashville beating the Devils. Now we've got some forward-back, forward-back passing with the Devils. Nashville trying to suffocate that neutral zone right now. Got the 2-3 going. And they were successful there in suffocating it. And here's Duchesne. He splits the squad. He's got a partial break. What a ridiculous save, and then he gets the rebound and scores. Matt Laughlin, WFAN, should credit the Buffalo radio call as well. That was Paul Edmonds, 680 CJOB. Minnesota taking on the Flyers tonight. The Wild uh, coming out in overtime, 3-2. to Zuccarello, Kaprizov, and Addison. Now Zuccarello, dancing three, Joe O'Donnell on KFAN 100.3. So as I look around the NHL on a busy night in the league, the Blackhawks beating the Calgary Flames 5-1 to to end a two-game skid. The Blackhawks have now won seven of their last ten, playing much better as of late. And credit to head coach Luke Richardson. Talked about that with Troy a little bit too, where it does feel like Luke Richardson has a really good grasp of the locker room and where the guys are at. Uh, as Troy talked about, the uh, the coaching staff giving the players a day off yesterday. 
kind of regroup, reset after a tough loss against the Vancouver Canucks Tuesday night, and look how the players responded. A 5-1 victory and uh, production from just about everybody tonight for the Blackhawks. Hawks will be in Edmonton on Saturday nights. Our coverage will begin at 8.30. That's a 9 o'clock puck drop. Again, Joe Brand filling in for John Weideman on this trip. John, I'll be back following the All-Star break, which begins uh, after Saturday night's game. The Hawks will be back in action February 7th at home against the Anaheim Ducks and then uh, a couple days later against the Arizona Coyotes before a four-game road trip. So a couple of months remaining. A lot of talk before the game about Kane and Taves. The trade deadline March 3rd, so just a little over a month away and you know conversations will have to happen and Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves, um, those two names obviously will come up for the rebuilding Blackhawks, what will they do at the trade deadline? Jonathan Taves was asked about it before the game. Patrick Kane and Taves, you know, I think they're handling the situation about as well as they can. It hasn't necessarily been an overwhelming conversation this entire season. It doesn't feel that way, at least for the Blackhawks, maybe for us and as for fans talking about it because it's, you know, two icons of Chicago Blackhawks history and their time with the team could be up. Well, by that deadline. And that's, you know, conversations will have to be had between uh, Kyle Davidson, the general manager, and Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves. Last time we heard from Kyle Davidson about a week and a half, two weeks ago, uh, and he said right around now is when he would have a talk with Kane and Taves. Do they have teams they would like to go to? Obviously, they would go to a contender, teams that are buyers at the trade deadline. Uh, Who else would be traded away? Sam Lafferty's having a nice season. What about Max Domi? Taylor Radish, who's now second in goals for the Blackhawks this season. He scored one tonight. He's only behind Max Domi uh, in the goal-scoring lead for the Chicago Blackhawks. So some stuff to sort out over the next month, but certainly appreciate tonight's effort from the Blackhawks, 5-1 over the Calgary Flames. Again, the Hawks will be at Edmonton Saturday nights uh, before the All-Star break. You're listening to Blackhawks post-game coverage on 720 WGN. The Blackhawks had just 14 shots on net in their loss to Vancouver to uh, Tuesday night. Tonight in Calgary, 29 total shots. A 5-1 victory over the Calgary Flames. I'm Kevin Powell. Post-game coverage continues up until 11.30. The Blackhawks with a strong performance tonight against the Calgary Flames. Just about everybody getting in on the action a real nice bounce back for the Hawks, who uh, didn't have their best game of the season Tuesday night at Vancouver. Connor Murphy with an empty net goal. Tyler Radish, uh, Taylor Radish had a goal in the first period, and the Hawks scored three uh, unanswered goals in the second period. Boris Kachuk, Jason Dickinson, as well as Sam Lafferty all getting in on the action. So creating more scoring opportunities. That was stressed very much. Uh, going into this game by the Blackhawks coaching staff. They had 14 shots on net in uh, in Vancouver before that, uh, just 19 against St. Louis and 18 the game before that. 18, 19, 14, the total shot attempts for the Blackhawks in their previous three games. Tonight, 29 total, and just a much better effort from the Hawks all around, top to bottom. Jackson Stauber, who in his second career NHL starts, saved 34 of 35 Shots. He's now 2-0 to begin his NHL career. The 23-year-old signed with the Blackhawks as an undrafted free agent last year. So he's taken advantage of these opportunities he's given, and it's great to see young players get in on the action for the Blackhawks who are rebuilding. 
But uh, it's been a nice uh, couple of weeks for the Hawks. They've won seven of their last ten. One more to go until the All-Star break. And then, you know, of course, more talk about the the trade deadline, which is looming. That's March 3rd. So a little over a month for the Blackhawks front office to figure out what exactly they want to do with Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves. And what do Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves want? Head coach Luke Richardson talked about that a bit before the game. I think when I first met them, you know, you know, and talked to them in the summer, it was just more about creating a relationship. And I did say, I said, you know, obviously you guys have issues that you can deal with, but you have your team of people that you to deal that with. I said, I'm always here if you need someone to talk to, but uh, I'm not going to ask you about it. So that's their personal decisions. And, um, you know, whether they're here or they're somewhere else, uh, as people, I always wish them the best. Uh, and, you know, for athletes and good hockey players, it would be great if they were here. But uh, that's that's something that the business kind of takes over from coaching. Have you seen the decision weigh on each of them differently, or are they each of them just kind of... I don't, I don't think so. I think they're so professional. I think, uh, you know, Jonathan is, you know, obviously everybody knows he's serious, and he comes to the work every night, and, and whatever is probably on his mind, good or bad, he parks it and plays the game hard. And Patrick's just, uh, he's always, he's consistent. He, you know, I think he's uh, a lower key guy that, you know, he goes with the flow a little bit and he's a competitive guy when it comes to the, on the ice and you want to win and he wants the puck and he wants that, he wants the puck on his stick at the end of the game. He's got that competitive nature. But when it comes to things like that, I don't think, uh, I don't see one extra heartbeat in there on, on them. I think, you know, I mean, they've been around, they've had success. Um, you know, why would you get, you know, extra high-strung or upset about it? I think it's going to play out the way it's going to play out, and and uh, they have a bit of control of that, uh, which is good for a player. But, um, you know, I mean, for us, we just come to the rink as coaching staff and rely on them as veteran players and captains on our team to prepare to win that night, and they do a great job for us every night. They've been really good, so I can't ask it anything more, and I just stay out of their business. The Blackhawks have handled this very well. Going into the year, during the year, there was so much conversation about what exactly would happen with Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane moving forward. We still don't know for sure what is going to happen. You know, These are two guys who have had so much success here in Chicago. This has been their home now for the past 15 years or so. They've had a ton of winning. Uh, Kane and Taves. Uh, those two, uh, five home games remaining, by the way, for the Blackhawks before the NHL trade deadline, which is March 3rd. So you want to see those two maybe play some final games in Blackhawks sweaters at the United Center. You've got some opportunities to do that. But uh, Jonathan Taves was scratched tonight, about 45 minutes before puck drop. The team announcing he was out with a non-COVID illness. His second game he's missed this season uh, with an illness. Hopefully that's nothing long-term, and and Taves can be back out there Saturday night when the Blackhawks wrap up their road trip and their pre-All-Star break schedule. Taking on a tough Edmonton team, obviously, uh, with a ton of firepower on that roster. So let's hope the Hawks can finish out their their schedule strong at Edmonton Saturday night before they do head into the All-Star break. Again, Jackson Stauber in his second career start, 35 saves on 35 shots from the Calgary Flames, who are fighting for a playoff spot. Very much so. We, you know, we talked to Troy, who 
Um, was born in Calgary, grew up near Edmonton, a few hours north. So he had some some friends, some, some people at the arena tonight, and and it's there's some pressure on Calgary to perform. And the Blackhawks beat them in just about every aspect of the game tonight. Um, started off strong, dominated the second period with a few goals. Colin Blackwell had maybe his best game of the season, where he was in on the action and had a couple of golden opportunities to score, just wasn't able to capitalize and saw it in his body language. He talked about it a bit uh, in the post game as well um where i mean he had, he could have had a hat trick tonight a couple of big saves uh, saves from uh, flames goaltender jacob markstrom in that game but overall one of the uh, more complete games we've seen from the blackhawks everybody uh, getting in and, and producing tonight's where they didn't have their captain on the ice tyler johnson also out uh, jonathan taves also out and a 23 year old rookie in the net so where do the hawks go and do they Completely outperform a, a playoff-type team in the Calgary Flames on the road. 5-1 victory for the Chicago Blackhawks. Big thanks to Brett Jackson, our engineer tonight. Thank you to Jack Heinrich and Ben Anderson as well for their help on the uh, production side of things here at WGN Radio. Blackhawks beating the Calgary Flames 5-1, second of a three-game road trip. The Hawks fell to Vancouver Tuesday night. A real nice bounce back. Uh, by the Blackhawks, uh, five to one over the Calgary Flames. They'll be heading to Edmonton, just a few hours north of Calgary. A uh, late Saturday night uh, game for the Blackhawks. Nine o'clock puck drop here on WGN. Our pregame coverage will begin at eight thirty. A, a real strong performance from the Blackhawks a little over a month ago until the NHL trade deadline. I thought Patrick Kane had, had himself a real nice game. I know it's not been the typical stat-stuffing type season for number 88, was dealing with a lower body injury, but he had a couple of really nice assists tonight and uh, was very active in they saw a lot of good production out of Patrick Kane, so that was great to see as well. But Jackson Stauber, uh, the big story tonight, 2-0 and in his early NHL career. And uh, also cool for Luke Philp, who didn't even know he was going to be playing tonight in his second NHL game. Jonathan Taves gets, uh, Taves gets scratched, and then Luke Philp, who said he was actually getting ready to get a quick bite uh, to eat with some friends. Um, growing up in that area, he was going to meet up with some people, got a phone call from the Hawks, said, hey, you're not off tonight, you are uh, playing. Uh, against the Calgary Flames, and uh, that was very cool for him. He said he had some friends and some family as well uh, in attendance for the Blackhawks. 5-1 victory over the Calgary Flames. Blackhawks hockey has been sponsored by Sitco Adventure Awaits. Fuel up first with Sitco Budweiser. ComEd for business, ComEd powering business, powering lives. United Airlines and Plumbers 911 Chicago. Visit plumbers911.com. For emergency plumbing service. Thanks again for listening. The Chicago Blackhawks beat the Calgary Flames 5 1. We'll talk to you next Saturday night when the Hawks visit Edmonton. Pre-game coverage starts at 8 30. I'm Kevin Powell. You've been listening to Chicago Blackhawks Hockey on 720 WGN.